So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So, this one's gonna be about David Goggins. I hope that I've pronounced that correctly, but he's just a really, 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 really amazing guy. But, as always, more after the intro. I know, as every day. And now I do have sound. <laughs> because in the last episode, I actually didn't hear my own intro. And because when I'm having my volume on, on my PC, then I hear it. And when it is not on, I don't hear it. But yeah, with that being said, hello and welcome back to the next episode of the Self-Development with Tactics fucking podcast. And I'm pumped. I'm really pumped. But, 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 before I actually forget it, because I tend to forget it, if you do not have the time, you know, which is something that I can somehow assume, if you do not have the time to go through a 30-minute video or 20-minute video or even 15-minute video, I would heavily suggest you, if you still want to have the experience of knowing something about David Goggins, about his life, what he did and whatever, because he's truly and really, really interesting guy, then I would really suggest you to go into the description if you are on the YouTube video and check out the podcast, you know, because this episode, this particular episode is also available as a podcast, which means that you can just listen to it, which is just amazing because you can do something simultaneously, simultaneously, which is amazing, which is way more effective than just sitting here on your fucking ass and only listening and or actually watching me, you know, while I'm being here or while I'm reading something while I'm talking about something, it is way more efficient, you know, and the experience is still the same. Sometimes I'm showing things and then, yeah, then it is a little bit fucked up because you can't see it through the podcast, but it is really, really, really efficient, you know, because you can do some things besides that, you know, you're not bound to one particular thing in the end and you still get the whole experience, you know, you still get the really whole experience in pretty good quality even. So head down in the description, check out the podcast, subscribe to the podcast because there's going to be content every single day as well as on the YouTube channel. So please also subscribe to the YouTube channel. It would really mean the world to me. But, you know, it's not going to be about my YouTube channel. It's not going to be about my content, but it is going to be about David Goggins. Why David Goggins, you might ask. And I think it is actually... <laughs> I think it is actually a question that really might come up because um, is he pretty known? Relatively. I do have to say relatively. No, he's not as known as, for example, at least at my point of view, at least at my point of view, he's not as known as Jock Willink. And still, there is a correlation between those two guys, between those two characters. It's uh, actually pretty interesting, to be honest. But... Uh, not so many people know about David Goggins and especially not so many people know about his story because his story is truly amazing. Um, while I was working out just before, I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast or I was watching the, the YouTube video actually and um, he was featuring David Goggins there and this was then the reason why I've actually decided to, to, look, to look up some, some articles on David Goggins to see if there is something, you know, if there is some valuable content and or actually some articles because, you know, it could also be the case that there is no article on him, you know. If the case is pretty high or not, uh, I don't know, you know. It could be, not necessarily, but it could be. But still, you know, it's gonna be about David Goggins. It's gonna be about David. I do just have to delete something because I'm actually really feared that 
um, that this episode's gonna break somehow because I'm not having <laughs> too much space on my PC left. You know, I'm actually having my HDD next to me. I, I should actually rap. You know, I should actually rap rather than sitting here. No. Um, so it is a CNBC article, and I, I really fell in love with the CNBC articles. You know, they're just really great. I really enjoy them. They are really amazing, and I think they're also really, really valuable. So this article is called, and it is also going to be down in the description, and if you're on the podcast, it should also be in the show notes. So everything is there. We do just only have to click on it, and then you're on the um, article as well. And you could actually read along with me if you're on the podcast, and if you're just... I don't know, sitting in the train or sitting in the bus or wherever you are, you could. How David Goggins went from an extra exterminator living paycheck to paycheck to a Navy SEAL. We, we need the light. We truly need the light. So David Goggins, 44, he's actually not that young you know it is still really long, young it still really is young you know compared to a hundred years compared to 70 years like it truly is about perspective you know i'm a baby i'm 18 years old i'm i haven't lived anything of my life i do just have compared to a zero year old or a one year old of course but compared to just my lifetime it is nothing and also a year compared to my lifetime is nothing it, it really truly is nothing it is just about perspective it really is about perspective, especially when you think about it as when you're 50. You know, a lot of people are like, okay, when you're 50, you're fucking old. No, you've actually just lived half of your life. Probably, like to just a really high degree, just because the, uh, um, the living standards, you know, and the medication standards and every single standard, at least, you know, when you're living in Europe or the States, they are fucking high. We are living just really long, you know. We are truly living long lives and this is amazing, you know. So therefore, if you're 50 and you're just watching this episode, which could be the case, maybe, I don't know, you're young as shit. You're really, truly young. But yeah, David Goggins, 44, is the only member of the US Armed Forces ever to compete training as a Navy SEAL, Army Ranger and Air Force Tactical Air Controller. He's also a former Guinness World Record holder for completing 4,030 pull-ups. 4,030 pull-ups. Just imagine that. Like, insane. In 17 hours. It is just another insane number, you know. Who would actually be doing that? Who would actually be hanging at a fucking bar for 17 hours? This would actually be enough. It would actually be enough because I guess that... He wasn't allowed to just, he wasn't allowed to, to step away from the bar. I think he, he had to hang there. If I kind of recall it or if I can imagine it correctly, actually, it is just insane. Like hanging on the bar for 17 hours alone, it is just enough. You know, you don't need more, you know, you don't need more of a stress factor. But pull-ups, it is insane. And 4,000 pull-ups. It really is insane. You know, this dude truly has some endurance and he truly has also some mental toughness and mental power. And this is actually one of the things that make him so incredibly strong physically as well, you know, because his mental game is just so on top. It really is. And one of the world's top endurance athletes having competed in more than 60, 60 ultra marathons 
triathlons and ultra triathlons. Recently, the retired SEAL became the New York Times bestselling author of Can't Hurt Me. I've been also featuring Can't Hurt Me on this channel. It's been quite some time, you know, since then, but I've, I've actually featured it. So if you want to check it out, there, I, I can look for it, you know, and I could, in theory, put it in the description. I do hope that I'm not forgetting about it because I really, really tend to forget about those things, unfortunately. Before any of these achievements, though, Goggins was making 1k a month, working as an exterminator and living paycheck to paycheck. He was also out of shape, weighing nearly 300 pounds. Every day at the end of his 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. shift, he would, step, uh, he would stop at Steak and Shake. I would go in and get a large chocolate milkshake, Goggins tells CNBC Make It, and then I would go across the street to 7-Eleven, get a box of mini donuts. On his 45-minute commute home, he would pop donuts like Tic Tacs. Yeah, I, I truly believe in that. Like, 300 pounds is definitely something. 300 pounds of 300 pounds. But the thing is, he was able. He was able to lose 106 pounds, I guess. It was 106 pounds in three months. Which means 30, 35 pounds or something per month. It truly is not healthy. It really is not healthy. And he, has, he himself said in a Joe Rogan experience that I've just been listening to, he's, he himself said that it was just one of the hardest things and maybe even the hardest thing that he ever done. You know, and this just means something, you know, 4,000 fucking pull-ups is, is something, you know, but just being able to lose 100, over 100 pounds in three months is also something, you know, it is truly a lot. Like, it, I don't know, like, I couldn't imagine it. I really couldn't imagine it. Like, I actually do have to recalculate what 300 pounds are in kilos okay so it's 136.08 kilograms if you wonder as well and 100 pounds are pounds 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 <laughs> 45 kilograms so he was able he was able to lose 45 kilograms, so actually more than, let's say, 46 kilograms in three weeks, uh, months, I'm sorry, which means divided by three. Can I do that? No, never mind. Never mind. So it is definitely something, you know, it is really a lot of work to do, and I don't know, just imagine it, you know, just imagine the the amount of calories you can eat then, you know, it just it really is one calorie a fucking day. And especially if it is just like a really habit of yours, as they say, or as he said to, to CNBC make it, you know, he was like just um, going to, to Steak and Shake, which is, you know, a restaurant, I don't know, just shop or whatever, I don't know. And he got a fucking chocolate milkshake and then he was popping, <laughs> he was popping mini donuts like Tic Tacs, like, he was eating just a lot of fucking food. He was just eating a lot of calories. And actually then going from this really high calorie diet to just this really probably low calorie diet and doing so much sport and so much exercising, it is insane. You know, it is insane on a mental level. You know, it, it truly is insane on a physical level as well, but you just really have to start it on a mental one, you know, from mental then to physical. You know, if you do not have the motivation to do that, you won't also be able to do that. And he did it. You know, it is not like, okay, he just tried and didn't do it. He did it. 
he fucking did it. Three fucking months, 100 pounds, it just truly is insane. As soon as he got home, he would turn on the TV and blast the volume so he could hear it while he showered. That was his routine up until one morning when he heard a program about Navy SEAL training. He recalls, here I am listening to the TV as I'm showering and IO and and IO and behold this and I what uh, I don't know. Behold this particular day I started hearing Navy SEALs toughest training. I was hearing it cut out between the water hitting my ears. He got out of the shower, watched the reminder of the episode and that's when he says I got sick of being hounded by being nobody. He realized that I didn't want to sit back and continually watch these shows about great people doing amazing things. I wanted that feeling in my head that I believed that they had or true of true accomplishment. So I wanted that feeling in my head that I believed that they had of true accomplishment. Goggins, who was 24 years old at the time, decided that he wanted to become a SEAL himself. He had experienced in the military, so he had experience in the military. He had been in the Air Force from age 19 to age 23, but enlisting as SEAL requires completing one of the military's most grueling training programs. And you might also know that, like, I don't know, um, the whole SEAL thing got relatively popular, I have to say, through Choco Willink especially as well, and also through Goggins, of course. And it just, I do think that a lot of more people got really interested in the SEALs just because of them. You know, just because they have seen like what they have done and they have just heard the stories and they have just seen um, what they have, what they had to go through and whatever. So it's it's definitely a hard thing, you know. I don't know if it is the, the hardest thing on earth, you know, there might be some kind of st- military in in russia that is just even more gruel or whatever it could actually be the case i don't know you know but on an official level i guess seal training is definitely a pretty tough training you know and it's a pretty tough actually test you know i would rather talk about tests because they're literally testing or is it a test well maybe it was just only training i don't know so definitely it is a tough thing you know to be to be a seal and I, I truly have to say, like, you have to be tough then, you know, if you're just in war, you have to be tough, you know, mentally and physically. And I truly have to say that whether you are SEAL or not, whether you're just a SEAL or just a normal kind of soldier, quote unquote, so normal soldier, um, you just have to be tough, you know, you have to be tough physically and also mentally because, I don't know, first of all, just and dragging all the gear around with yourself and also your body and whatnot it just truly is some work, you know, it, it truly is just some weight that you're having to, to drag with you. So it's it's definitely not easy. It's definitely not easy, I believe, being in the military and being in war, you know, also on a just really emotional and then psychological level, of course. I got sick of being haunted by being nobody. The day he saw the SEAL program on TV... I started calling recruiters up, says Goggins. For two weeks, they laughed at me, he adds. I heard so many no's. Eventually, one recruiter told, told him to come into the office. Goggins showed up and learned that just to apply to be a SEAL, he had to meet basic physical fitness requirements. At 6'1", so 6 foot 1, he couldn't weigh more than 191 pounds. That means shredding 106 pounds. He established... 
Yeah, he established a training plan and went on this crazy, crazy, crazy routine, eating hardly nothing. In less than three months, he lost the weight, but that was the beginning. From there, he had to complete SEAL training, which can take as many as 30 months. 30 months! It is just long. It really is long. The toughest mental and physical challenge of the program is Hell Week. And you probably also know about Hell Week. It is, you know, I think it is just really, just going back in time a little bit, the SEALs got really popular, you know, through Jocko Willink, through uh, Sniper, the book, and also, I guess, the movie, because it was actually also based on um, a SEAL, as far as I know, or as Jocko actually said. And I kind of somehow remind myself or kind of recall that the Sniper guy was also on, on Jocko's team or something, but he did something about this kind of fame position that you have as a SEAL or this kind of in general position that you're having as a SEAL uh, way before Choco was doing it and way before also Goggins was doing it. So it's pretty interesting, you know, it's pretty interesting that these people got really, really, really popular, you know, and also this actually secret, this this secret place, this secret military place or state or or... Um, group, you know, let's call them group. I think group is actually pretty good. And um, it is really interesting that they got so fucking popular, even though they are actually kind of secret and their methods are kind of secret, even though they are not, there is no secret about it. Like a lot of people have been talking about it, you know, Goggins, Willink, whatever. Uh, and also Leif Babin or Life Babin and also Echo Charles and whatever. So there are quite a bunch of people that actually were SEALs and now are, I don't want to say famous, but known. No, let's actually stick with known. The toughest mental and physical challenge of the program is Hell Week, which is 130 hours of continuous training. Goggins had to go through three Hell Weeks in a year after pneumonia or pneumonia and stress fractions forced him to drop out of the first two. He passed on his third attempt. Goggins credits his transformation to his mindset. The most successful individuals are focused and obsessed, he says. They are driven on whatever it is that they want to accomplish in life. He also developed a strategy for becoming the person he wanted to be. I invented this thing called the accountability mirror. I would look in the mirror and call myself out. I'm afraid of this. I'm afraid of that. Naming his fears helped him get past them. Which is actually a pretty interesting concept. And I wonder if some... Uh, psychologists have actually kind of validated that you know because i guess so i only recall an experiment they they did with a monkey i hope it is actually right i do have to check afterwards after i finished up with this article but um it was actually a kind of leader monkey you know i think it was a chimpanzee or something so something relatively correlated to us you know relatively near in terms of genes i guess and it was pretty interesting because they took him you know they took him and put him in front of a mirror. And because he was in front of, a, in front of a mirror and he was able to see himself, I guess his testosterone levels just uh, dropped. Because the thing is, he was the leader monkey, you know, the leader, actually the leader monkey, you know, he was the kind of boss of the whole group, whatsoever. And his tes testosterone levels rose again by, or just before, rose by watching others that weren't as somehow athletic or as alpha as he was or he is i have to check that out i really have to check and i'm i'm gonna talk about it later 
Um, Goggins still lives each day as if he wasn't or if he hasn't accomplished anything yet. No matter how many races he wins, books he sells or records he sets, he refuses to get comfortable or think he has made it. Everybody has three bars, he says, whether they are work-related goals, like becoming the CEO, or appearance-related goals, like losing 25 pounds. You have these bars, and once you, get the, you want, once you get there, you have made it. And that's a party. So, so there is a party. There is a big celebration. People are invited. There is a trophy. Maybe there is a bonus check. Maybe you wear some big thing on your uniform. Who knows what it is, but it is a completion of something. But Goggins doesn't think in terms of completion. There is a laundry list of things that, that we could still accomplish so that you can be a better CEO, so that you can be a better person. He says, adding, I feel guilty if I haven't achieved every day. Truly is something, truly are some words, to be honest. And I do just really want to pick something out, which is um, the most successful individuals are focused and obsessed, he says. They are driven on whatever it is that they want to accomplish in life. I do wanted to pick that out because it is actually the truth because you know let's actually name Elon Musk I think it actually is the, just the best example I've been talking about him and I've been going through some interviews just featuring him actually you should check them out because they are really really interesting to also see how he is as a person you know he's also talking about some personal shit there not really in terms of kind of family shit I guess but in terms of how he thinks and why he did some certain things like having um I think it was 120 hour weeks, if I recall that correctly. And a week should have 27, no, 24 times 7. Yeah, 168, which leaves him with quite 40 hours each day for sleeping and other shit that is not work because he was working 120 hour this week or even for... Maybe it was for months. I don't recall that correctly or that surely, but he definitely worked a few weeks or at least one week, 120 hours long because he was so obsessed with getting Tesla where it is right now, you know, and also SpaceX where it is right now. And it is truly the exact same thing with Jeff Bezos. Like he was working, you know, and also just everyone, Warren Buffett, they all are working. He's 85 or 86 or something like that, something in that area, maybe even 90, I do not know that for sure, and he's still working, he's not really thinking about retirement, because first of all, he likes what he's doing, and I guess through liking and through having a passion for what you're doing, there's also going to be some sort of an obsession, you know, some sort of, you know, not really kind of obsessed and whatever, I, I'm, I'm also obsessed with what I'm doing here, you know, I wouldn't be able to, I really hate, uh, I think it happened only once or twice or something that I wasn't able to upload a video on the channel. It really fucked with me. It really did. Because it got a habit of mine, you know? And once you have actually established a habit and once you actually um, create the discipline for yourself, those things like eating healthy, working out, uh, doing your work, these really become not something that you just have to do. It is something that you, well... <laughs> pretty funny you know it starts with you have to do them you know especially if it is something that you don't like it is something that you have to do but if it is something you're passionate about you're obsessed about it's it is becoming something that you have to do but you have to do it because you like it so much you have to do it because you're passionate about it and or you have to do it because you want it to be successful and um 
it's all just is the case for me. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I would actually kind of stop doing it. And this is actually also a problem because when do I know when to stop? And then um, The Dip, The Dip by Seth Godin, it's a book and it actually tries to answer the question. It tries to answer the question of when you should actually be stopping, when you should actually be taking another course, when you should actually be doing something differently and not the exact same way as you did the first three years. It actually tries to answer that. And I think it actually does it pretty great because it says that somehow, you know, I didn't recall it that correctly or that kind of just detailed or whatever. It basically says that if you know if you know that the outcome of what you're doing is not going to be something that you like, you should not be doing it. And you should just immediately stop and do something else. Do something else that you, you're going to be sure, you know, that there is going to be the outcome or a outcome that you truly like to have. Whatever it's going to be, you know, whether it's going to be a lot of money, whether it's going to be just being happy, whether it's going to be whatever, a great life. If the outcome is something that you like, you should definitely go for it. And there's also just some, some other stages of, doing things and whatever so it's it's truly something to to go through it really is an interesting book and i think it has also been just one of the most valuable ones that i've not read you know but i've actually featured it featured it as a summary on the podcast as well so uh, maybe i'm also gonna if i recall that i'm also gonna put it down in the description i've actually forgotten about the first one <laughs> i've actually forgotten about the first one that i wanted to link down in the description um so if you truly need what I said that I'm going to do, please um, either hit me up on Instagram or on other social media sites, Twitter, whatever, just being like, okay, please give me this and that. I'm going to do it. You know, social media is going to be a little bit better than YouTube in the comments. Still try it in the comments as well, or the best thing would be both. And I'm going to reply to you. I'm definitely going to reply to you if I do not remember something. But yeah, um, mirror chimpanzee how do you even write chimpanzee i don't know that shit mirror chimpanzee uh experiment testosterone or something maybe oh maybe it is enough mirror test no there was something about it and i it, it was in the book if i remember correctly but i do not remember which book it was this is kind of the fact fucked up part about it um, testos. Oh, it actually comes up. Um, the effect of the pupil testosterone. Nah, I'm nah. I'm not able to find it that that quickly, so that I could show you. Really sorry. Maybe I'm gonna find it afterwards. You know, maybe I'm gonna look for it afterwards. But let's actually go through a really, really, really quick Koora question. And if you wanna, you know, if you want me to ask well ask answer a question that you asked or that you are thinking about please um, just actually hit me up on social media it's going to be the best way Cora is not going to be the best way because i often do not see those question um uh, what little things can help the workday go by fast or faster actually um, my go-to tip would be actually doing something that you like you know then it's just going to be fast as fuck you know, if you, you know, it is, I think it is a truly interesting phenomena, you know, that it is actually the case that time's gonna fly by if you're doing something that you really like, and time's gonna just really be slow if uh, you're doing something that you hate, you know, or just dislike. 
And so I truly would say that you should be doing something that you just like to do, something that you're passionate about and something that you're obsessed about and something that you feel like it is going to, to get you where you want to be and the outcome is going to be super amazing or at least good. I think this this would actually be my only kind of tip. I don't know. Or actually kind of have some sort of motivation for you. Maybe you're listening to some audiobook, something that you're just truly interested in so that you're able to just listen to something because an audiobook is a little bit better than music because an audiobook is just a story and um, you just, you can go through the whole story and you can't go through the whole story. The thing is, a story has just a line, basically, and uh, music does not have a line. You know, music can be stopped anywhere, and it won't—it wouldn't bother you. But if you stop an audiobook just in the middle of it, you don't know what's gonna come up. You know, because it's—I don't know—an hour long, two hours long, or something. So this might even motivate you to go through the day to to let the day go fast or go by a little bit faster. But yeah, I guess this is gonna be the end of the episode. I. Yeah, I guess so. So I really hope that you're going to remind yourself on a you gonna be remembered. And I also hope that you're going to remind yourself on a you... Oh, I wish you the best health, of happiness and also success. And I also hope that you're going to remind yourself on a you gonna be remembered. And uh, yeah, the thing is, no matter how nice you are and no matter how generous you are, there's still gonna be someone that dislikes you or even hates you. Just by our nature. It is what it is. It is just somehow what we human beings are doing unfortunately. And three other questions that I hope that you're going to ask yourself are what are you trying to change? What? Why are you here? And what is bothering you the most? And those three questions are hopefully just getting you to figuring out your purpose. I at least hope because purpose is truly something that's important. And also please subscribe to the podcast. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel to not miss out on any any valuable information, any valuable episode. It would also really mean the world to me. And with that being said, uh, I see you the next time.